Yo, 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 what's up? This is uh, Just a Fan Podcast. Um, Tristan's a little busy right now, but he's going to come in when he gets a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to, well, right above me here, <laughs> I got the human encyclopedia. Uh, give it up for Brandon. Be well. Yo, hey, got, hey, the four, the four horsemen is back. We ready. Well, it's three of us, the, the other horse is running kind of behind. <laughs> so he on a thoroughbred. So we three, three musketeers until uh until right. joins us. And then, and then right here, up oh, wrong finger. Right here, I got the uh closest thing to an NFL player on this uh podcast. <laughs> Why y'all keep saying that, man? <laughs> because it's true, dude. Give it up. Yo, Give it up for uh you, you my, was my brother, Mr. Uh Mr. Stephen White. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it, man. We're back. Oh, hey, man. Man, hey, man, you was almost a rookie free agent. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm, I, I, of course, am the uh, the chief hellraiser, the chaos bringer, uh, pandemonium. I go pandemonium. by pandemonium. Pando. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin of football, but you can just call me Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, shoot. Uh, Super Bowl H-Town. week, Super Bowl week, man. Yeah, we're here. We're here, man. You know, we got the we have the mini camps. We have you know free agency, the combine, the draft, training camp, all for what's gonna happen this Sunday. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sit down and watch the game, and uh, I I've crunched some numbers that we can talk about later about these two teams and, and how mm-hmm. close they are. And this, you know, you 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 got people. Who are uh, already talking and have been talking, saying, you know, oh, this team is gonna blow this team out. This team's gonna wear that team out. And statistically, when you look at it and crush the numbers, and I'm gonna give some numbers later. Okay. Man, these teams are not that far apart. They are okay. very, very close in a okay. lot of ways. And um, but before we get into that, let's talk about um, let's talk about these coaching hires mm-hmm. that have been happening. In the wake of uh, the Flores um, uh, lawsuit against the NFL, and in my opinion, this is my opinion only. I'm not going to speak for you two gentlemen, or anybody else, but in my opinion, the uh, the lawsuit that uh, that Flores put on the NFL, I'm behind him all the way. And a lot of people, are like, what is that going to solve? What is they going? You know, he may not be able to coach in the NFL ever again, so on and so forth. It's mm-hmm. like, no, he knows that. Oh, yeah. He's intelligent enough to know that what he's doing is he's trying to bring awareness to yeah. the sham interviews that a lot of these African-American or, or just uh, minority coaches are dealing with. They already know who they're going to pick. So, well, let's go ahead and interview this black guy and get it out the way so we can satisfy the ruling rule. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's trying to expose what's going on mm-hmm. with and how people or teams are trying to circumvent the Roy rule. Well, we satisfied all of the requirements of it, but we're not really serious about hiring a black coach or uh, uh, or just a minority coach for that matter. Yeah. Uh, no. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, for sure. I mean, it happens, it happens all the time, even in the, in the corporate world, man. What was it? Uh, affirmative action. You know, you see it all the time, man, where um, you know they, they have hired sometimes to say that they're, you know, inclusive and diverse, man, just to uh, you know, just to fit a certain status quo. You know, I mean, it's real. Like, um, 
I'm not saying you know Lovey Smith, and that's what I think about is is you know his him getting hired as head coach to, to the Texans. Nothing against him, but um, you know I, I just I mean I'm not mad at the hire. Don't get me wrong, but I think they they hire him like you said um, early and offline, man, to kind of just you know put some put some water on this fire, man, that the NFL's facing right now. Absolutely. When you're talking about that franchise, uh, I'm down here in Houston. So yeah. You're yeah. talking about that particular franchise and how they've behaved over the years since their, their inception. I have no reason to believe that that they really, really wanted Lovey Smith, but they were like, oh, oh, let's let's oh let's let's do something real quick. Cause I really feel like Lovey Smith is and, and I think first of all, let me say that I think Lovey Smith is a fantastic defensive coordinator. Um, he was the only one that gave the team some fight this season in Houston. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and he deserves a head coaching position. However, I do feel like that they hired him not just because of that. They hired him to say, okay, he's gonna be our token hire. And yeah, I can see that. They're not gonna support. I don't I have I have no reason to believe that they're gonna support him in the way he needs to be supported, whether it's through uh through his personnel his players, anything like that, and they're going to let him fail. And I honestly hope he doesn't, but I think they're going to let him fail, and they're going to fire him after the season like they did Cully, or just so if there's eyes watching, they'll go ahead and, you know, fire him after two years. But I don't yeah. think, I honestly don't believe Lovey Smith is going to last in Houston longer than two years. If I'll be shocked, and that's just me knowing um, how this franchise behaves. This is the same franchise where the owner said you can't let the inmates run the uh the prison. That's true. He did this say is the that. same, yeah. This is the same franchise that yeah. I and I really believe that all of this stuff started with Deshaun Watson after he asked for a trade. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and none of this stuff just miraculously pops up all of a sudden. Years and years of of, of accusations just not popping up when the man asked for a trade. And I for me. From my standpoint, what I got from that is you are property, boy. You ain't going nowhere. That's what I got. So, and just being down here in this part of Texas and knowing how things are, that's that's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. So I'm not speaking okay. for anybody else. I'm speaking for Eric Wright. No, I, I hear you. I, that's where you're coming from with that. Um, it's a problem, man. And I hope, and I'm glad that Brian Flores has brought awareness to it. Um, even if what we believe they did as far as the hire of Lovey Smith, um, even they just hired him just because of that reason. That's that's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, he just needs the same level of uh not same level, the, the same amount of chances that a lot of these other coaches get, you know, if they're not successful right away, you know, which is a big thing too. Um yeah, and I'm actually I'm actually kind of surprised, man. I don't know if you guys heard about it. Um Tiki Barber fired off on Stephen A. Smith. Did you guys hear about that? I heard about that, but I didn't get a chance to read about it. I was at work. Uh, you want to elaborate on that, Steve? Go ahead. Yeah. So, so you know, Stephen A. Smith has been vocal, of course, since the lawsuit came out, um, calling out organizations, specifically the Giants. And Tiki Barber didn't like it. Tiki Barber claimed that Stephen A. Smith didn't know anybody within the Giants organization. Um, and Stephen A. Smith was like, hey, man, I know a lot of stuff about the organization, a lot of stuff about you. I'm not going to go there. He said, but Tiki Barber, you got to chill out. You know, but he made a good point, man. It's very interesting. And I don't want to say this too long. It's very interesting how um, the Giants' owner is on some committee. I think it's the the um, 
diversity inclusion committee or something like that for the NFL, yet the Giants are one of five or six uh, NFL franchises that has never hired a black coach. Not head coach, hmm. a, a black coach. Hmm. So I find that to be very interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah. That yeah. is very interesting. So, yeah, um, moving on, mm -hmm. uh, Mike McDaniel to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Bi biracial coach. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, this is just me. Oh, is he? This is my, yeah, Mike McDaniel is biracial. Okay. Yes, he is. Um, mm -hmm. but, but this is just my theory again. They're trying to do damage control right now. Yeah. Now, Mike McDaniels is an outstanding offensive coordinator. Or at least we think he is because he was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, mm -hmm. which we all know that Mike Shanahan really calls the play. Right, 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 right. Now, McDaniels might help with some of the design, but we know that the play caller is Kyle Shanahan on offense. Yeah. So, um, you know, my thing is, is that, uh, you know, that's why the Anthony Lynn hiring happened. And not say anything about my team, but I mean, you could also use that as an example too. Like, oh, let's hire Anthony Lynn right quick. So it's gonna look yeah. like losing our offensive coordinator. Yeah. Let's go ahead and bring in Anthony Lynn, so they can't say nothing about us. I can see. Oh well, we, and you know your organization more than I do, but yeah. you know Anthony Lynn, he's. He's got consistent work for a long it's, time. That smoke screen is a whole lot thicker if it is a smoke screen. I'm not saying it is, but if it right. is a smoke screen, because there's, there's credibility to it. It's like, you know, Anthony Lynn's a former head coach. Uh, he, he's he's really good in the run game. He's a former running back. He's a former player for the Niners. He played back in the day. Uh, so it looks it looks on the up and up. And it, could, it very well could be. Now, I'm not saying. No, I got you. Yeah. yeah but but it was like we just lost a biracial coach let's go ahead and hire a black coach you know like that and it looks like that the, the optics on it are not great hey that's tristan that's good the for optics, okay uh, okay the optics on it are kind of um yeah but you think so but you guys have to make a ryan as as the coordinator you know what i'm saying you, you think yeah, that's why you know your team better than me like i said that's I, why know. it's I'm I'm a little less likely to think there's a there's a conspiracy behind it or damage control like okay. in Houston. Okay. Because you know? uh, Houston has the the history of. Okay. Okay. You know, like San Francisco, not to sound like a home or anything, but like during the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick, where the uh, where uh, they they voted on the whole thing about what well, we don't want players to kneel and everything. Jay York was the only owner that abstained from that vote. Now, he could have done better. He could have voted, you know, against, you know, outlawing them kneeling or whatever like that. But he at least abstained. All the rest of the owners were like, yeah, they don't got no business kneeling for the National Anthem and all of that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, Jed York was the only owner that was like, no, nah, I'm going I'm to I'm abstain from that. But, um, yeah, so I give them a little credit. And plus, you know, California is way more progressive than some of the other places, you know. True that. Dog on sure more progressive than Texas. That's a fact. I don't, care about, I don't care for their gun laws, but that's another story. Um, so Mike McDaniel goes to the Miami Dolphins. Um, and the concern is right now the Dolphins have like sixty three million in cap space, mm -hmm. and they have a ton of picks. They're gonna spend. Some, listen, they're gonna make. Now, mind you. They were, and we're gonna find out how good of a head coach he is. But they were, they were, uh, 
they were competitive last season, man. This past season. Yes. And that, that, you know, and that's, you know when, when Tristan went off, and I thought I was the volatile one, when Tristan went off, <laughs> when they fired Brian Flores in that episode, you know, it was all rightful. He, yeah. he, he was right for going out because there's no way that you fire a coach where the team is progressively getting better every season. What the hell? You don't do that. So and they had a lot of missing pieces on their roster. Like, yo, right. they're really overachieving. Right. And then really overachieving. So you let <laughs> you let Brian Flores stay. You got that 63 million in cap space. You got all these draft picks. Every every hole that they had this year, he could have plugged next year. Oh my so goodness. Mike McDaniel's job. But Mike Absolutely. McDaniel was coming into a good situation because you're coming to a team that was this far away from when making the playoffs. Yeah. It's not like they would. He's going to a team that was just dumpster juice. He's going to a team that was this far away from the playoffs. Yep, so yep. he's got very few holes that he has to plug, and he's got sixty-three million in cap space mm. and a bunch of draft picks to do. And he's yeah. in core. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's, um, in my opinion, he's in the best position out of all of these new hires. Okay, okay. I like. Uh, there are a couple I like, man. I, I like the Doug Peterson hire, man. Now we know we all have mutual feelings about Trent Balky, but number one, I knew Doug Peterson. We know he intentionally took a year off from football. We know that. We can agree to that. We knew he wouldn't be out. We knew when he wanted to work again, he would be working. You know, um, I it's think a, it, I think he's gonna do some stuff. Go ahead. You know, I mean, of course, you know, of course, I have my thing with. Um, in regards to the Byron Leftwich situation with all of that, but Doug Peterson is ideal for Trevor Lawrence. Wait, what's the thing? As far as what? Uh, Byron Leftwich in, in Jacksonville. Um. So okay. So let me let me let me phrase this by saying this. I do believe Byron Leftwich should get a little more experience as a coordinator, as an assistant coach, and things of that nature. I'm gonna okay. say that. Okay. But. the way Jacksonville went about it with him because it seemed like they kind of strung him along, strung him along, strung him along. And then the minute that Byron Leffage took his name off the the docket for that head coaching job, boom, here goes Doug Peterson getting signed as head coach. It looks sus. Right. Well, okay. Now remember, it was known that they really wanted Byron. But Byron didn't want to work with Trent Baalke. He didn't want Baalke. None sure. of the other coaches did. Now, I think, now you think about Doug Peterson in Philly. See, this is the thing. Doug Peterson, he's very smart and intelligent. Doug Peterson's going for his reputation and for winning. Yeah. With uh, Howie Roseman in Philly, we know that Doug Peterson can battle with the GM and the president of football and still win a day on Super Bowl. Yeah. And he knows that. Not yeah. saying he's going to win that in Jacksonville, but he's like, yo, I'm going to go down here. Balky has reputation. Jackson has reputation. I'm gonna get my wins up. I'm gonna overachieve and move on somewhere else in a couple of years. I think that's what he's gonna do. That's a, it's a, it's risky. That's unless, unless Trevor Lawrence is everything that people say he is, why would I? Why would I want to leave a, a generational talent? I, I think um, I think that I agree with that with Trevor Lawrence, but we cannot understate. The ineptitude of one Trent Balky. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. This man wrong. is 
walking football abomination. You're not wrong. <laughs> he has hired, hired more coaches than any yeah. other GM in the NFL. And he's been responsible. How in the Grecian Spanish jello and fruit cup and gumbo hell do you manage to get Harbaugh fired from San Francisco? The man who has never had a losing record as an NFL head coach. Yeah. He's like, if you watch Game of Thrones, he's like Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. That, that's who Trent Balk is. He I and like Littlefinger. Like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm sorry, Jimmy, I'm thinking about. You know, Jim, is, Jim, is, Jim is doing this. He got a prickly personality. Did he, did, the man ain't had a losing season. How does he get fired? Because of Trent yeah. Balk and Jay York's here. Yeah. yeah and I think, I think Doug Peterson knows that. I think he, he's going to show the league that I can deal with him and still produce results. I can develop Trevor Lawrence. Hey, I, I think he's making a statement. I think it's a statement, uh, a statement job that he took, man. I, I really do. I really I, it's do. a good, it's a good hire for Jacksonville. I just wish, I wish Bulky wasn't um, a part of it, but it is, it is a good hire for Jacksonville, nonetheless. And fifty nine million in cap space don't hurt either. Hey. So now here's the thing, though: Is Trent Bulky gonna let Doug Peterson shop, or is he gonna go do the shop? That's gonna be the problem. That was the problem in San Francisco. Well, from what I understand, they're supposed to be building a um a better like support, like better front office support staff for Balky. So we'll see how that goes. Hey, you know what happens when you put fresh fruit around a rotten fruit? Thank you. So I mean, they can do all that they want, but they can bring all those guys in. <laughs> Hey man, I want to keep this uh, this six figure job I got, so I'm gonna just be a yes man to the GM. Exactly. I actually didn't know that, Tristan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me take, take oh, better care of my fruit. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I trust Flint, Michigan water more than I trust Trent Balky with a friend. Whoa. <laughs> I, guess I will drink a glass of that before I let Trent Balky have my franchise. That's just about how much I think <laughs> about Trent Balky as a GM. Let him be a GM. I'm sorry, I'm going to my stone cold. I know this, this is Pat's person. Pando living up to the name. Family dollar or a dollar tree. He couldn't general manage that, this let person. alone a multi billion dollar franchise. Um, can we shift gears here? I, and I, I didn't make the show last week. Um, don't know if this is talk about. Tristan, did, uh, did you guys talk about your, t- your, uh, the team name changed all stuff last week. <laughs> I mean, bro, I, I, I don't know. We didn't really touch on it. We we can. Oh, let's get to it. Dude. What do you mean, oh, no, man? Because when we did when we did the show, it was Wednesday that it came out. Right, right, right. You broadcast yeah, on Tuesday you before the name change. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watch the Washington Commanders. I don't like you. Already, how do you? Steve. How do you? No, I'm serious. I'm asking. How do you feel about? That you know your organization, you know, well, the name changed, the uniform, I think they're pretty cool besides the words. Um, the logo, I think, has has some years on it down. That That's right, Jamal. Chill, chill. Uh, <laughs> uh a logo I has, has some it has some years. Now, mind you, some years I question, but there's not a whole lot of room to add more years to that logo. Um what do you what are your what are your thoughts on it, man? What y'all what are y'all doing down there, man? It's probably going to take a while for that name to sink in. And the reason why I say it is because here, here's the thing. Okay. 
because I'm not even. I've I, I, I told y'all I've done like six special guest shows on pe- different people's shows talking about this name. Here's here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have. It boils down to when they originally were talking about this for the name. Okay, what Jason Wright, our team president, what Jason Wright said was that we are going to incorporate the alumni of of Washington as far as like players and such and incorporate the fans of Washington to come up with this name. This is why it's such a long process. This is why it's going to take two years because we wanted to make sure that we included everyone in the decision of the name. There ain't, and I'm going to say just like this, there ain't one person in this area that said they would like the commanders. Not one. That's facts. (laughs) Not one. My face. I heard red wolves. I heard red tails. I heard red hogs. I heard, um, I heard, I even heard admirals. I heard generals. I ain't never heard not near commanders until the rumor mill started that that was going to be the name. So for me, I feel like you didn't do anything as far as listening to the fans. I thoroughly believe that they already had the name maybe six months out from when they said they were going to take two years. For sure. And just took the rest of the time to brand the rest of the, uh, the branded merchandise, uniforms, all that. That's, that's what I think was done. And then, and and and, and, and I'm I'm you, you got me on a rant now, Steve. You got me on a rant. And here's the thing, and I and I'm putting this up for Jamal because that's how I feel. He says it's reminds me of a squad <laughs> you build in NCAA football. I told someone even in the even in the show that I did before this show that I was a guest on. Okay, all sports, all plays networks, the great sports network. Um, shout outs to them. They, I said. It reminded me when Madden first came out with the franchise mode and you were able to make a generic team and they had a list of generic names that you could use to be your team. That's what I feel like when I hear Washington Commanders. The only thing I can hang my hat on with all this new stuff is the black uniform. I love the black uniform. I think it's real tough. I really do. But what did you say, Eric? The black uniform is lit, even though some people. It is. It is. That's what I'm State. saying. The, say I'm for Arizona State, though. Oh, yeah. I remember. I'm, I know Arizona State's Jones. So yeah, I know, I'm hit. But it's the black uniforms is tough. But the name, it, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a minute for me now. It's, he, he, look, winning heals all wounds. Okay, so if they win, you know what I'm saying? I'm all commander out. I'm hey, listen. If they win, I'm commander all the way. Okay, but yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Commander is a legit mascot. Now, mind you, when you guys didn't have a name, you won the division that year. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, winning <laughs> winning cures all. It's just – and then you had uh, Joe, um, Joe, Joe Thiesman, the quarterback. He leaked it early. I'm saying Joe Thiesman because that's his actual name. I know people think I'm saying it wrong. You can Google it. He didn't win the highest. Me, we call him Thiesman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not Thiesman, Thiesman. Stop crying. Um, <laughs> it was just kind of, I don't know, man. It, it, what I is Mama like... calling? Is exactly. Mama <laughs> calling Thiesman? I'm exactly. calling Thiesman. Uh, I, I, think, I think the whole, uh, 
release and this big unveiling. There was some hype. I, I feel like it could have been a little bit more grand than what it was. That was that was another issue. Flash. That was another know. issue I had because um, y'all know y'all know I work at ABC, so that was a big thing. We sent out you know two camera crews and everything out there for that Wednesday morning, and then when when it started, we were like, "That's it. That's that's." That's the big right. <laughs> the big unveiling. <laughs> it's like, say two, two, twenty-two. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh crap! This, they about to they, you know promo video words to pyrotechnic. I'm like, oh. I really, I really thought that was going to be yeah. the case, and then it was like, here's the video. We are the commanders. End video. Replay. Replay. like Randy Watson. Just- Drop the mic and hit Drop the mic and roll. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was, like, it said, was terrible. Man. It was terrible. But like I said, like winning heals all, man. So if they win, you know what I'm saying? If, if this – so, okay. I, I want to also shout out my guys, uh, the Flex Zone boys. Uh, shout outs to them. Shout out to my guy, Cravante. He had me on um, last week uh, to do a, a Washington special about this. And he said – he, he should have – they should have had him. The way he was talking – they should have had him on the podium. It would have made me more of a believer. He said that sometimes when you take a name and they believe in the name, it kind of galvanizes the team. You know what I'm saying? Like people take pride in when they're when they are a member of the Cowboys. They take pride in the star. You know, that's what they that's what they look at. When they when they think of the 49ers, they think of their rich history of the 49ers. They take pride in those things. So he, his thing is, he feels like it might be, you know, the the identity may seem corny right now, but if they bring a winning culture with that name, that pride will come into play. So I was like, the way he was, I can't even say it verbatim. The way he was doing it, I was like, man, they should have had you on the podium. I, I probably would have been more hyped than I was, you know. But sure. like I said, we'll see. Like winning, winning heals all. It is what it is. I, I like I said, I like the black uniform. The white ones made me think of the Atlanta Falcons white jerseys from back in the day. Um, that's what I think of when I see the white jerseys that they got watched to wear. So is is Burgundy and Gold still incorporated on, on all the jerseys? Like is that so it's so technically it's burgundy, but it's like a a lighter burgundy. It's not the the burgundy of old. Like they they it's like crimson. It's like a dark crimson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, they. I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see what uh, what it is. Jamal says we should have had the have the um, the bullets old name. I wish. Yeah, then we probably win a championship. That's the only championship. The only championship name we got in this area. You know, is, is Washington Bullets. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna leave it alone. And I feel like because I really like the idea of the red tails to. Uh, I thought red tails would have been great. That'd been yeah. tough. Yeah, because I, I I mean that plays it pays homage to to the Tuskegee Airmen. But the thing could have designed the uniforms completely like the the actual plane. So people kept saying that it would have taken too long to explain. I said how? It not, wouldn't take long to explain. Not, not to the fan base. Google your friend. You ain't got to see that. Man, it's a history that. month. Right. It's, yeah. They, they could have. They could have nailed it. They could have nailed it. They could have knocked it out the park if they'd have done that, man. Like and it, and it could have went and it could have completely went against away from the color scheme and went with the color scheme of the other red tails uniforms, you know. Uh, I know right. I know right, Titus. Right. So it looked real close. But um, 
But that that's Titus Ross. That's, that's one of the runs. But um, yeah. Shout out Steve Titus. But yeah, man, that 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 uh that that the color scheme of how the planes were actually painted back during World War II sure, could have yeah. actually been the new colors. Yeah, and it could have been a completely different team. Yeah. and they they released that in February during Black History Month, and they explain what it is. That'd and have some there's still few living airmen. It's oh no, the last one, one, the last one the passed one. away uh, a couple weeks ago because we reported it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he but passed away. That would have been a complete 180 from the racially divisive name, like the Redskins. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I saw somebody's comment about it, and then I'm going to leave this alone, but they were like, great. So you had a team named the Redskins, and now you name it after the people that killed the Redskins. Yes. The commanders of the, of the, of the, of the United States Army that displaced and, and, and committed genocide and stole land. And, you know, it, it's. You know, damn Javon, go go easy, bro. <laughs> Javon won't let up. Um, but but yeah, man. I mean, it, it would have just been better. It, that's just my opinion. Again, mm-hmm. you know, what mm-hmm. I think. But, yeah, I, and, I'm gonna leave that alone. We gotta get back on these other hiring. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all I got for 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 the. That's all I got. <laughs> Dennis what? Allen, New Orleans Saints. Okay, so makes sense. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And here's the good news. Let's just talk about the pros and cons of this real quick. So the the pros of it is New Orleans defense was ferocious this year. It was highly underrated. Okay, highly underrated. As a matter of fact, the reason why they even had a shot to get in the playoffs this year was because of how good their defense was. Not because of their quarterback play or anything else. Okay? So right. Dennis Allen taking over makes a lot of sense. Yes. Absolutely. Now, here's the cons. As of as of airtime, the Saints are seventy five point three million over the cap. Yeah, they're broke. And now <laughs> they 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 pulled out a Harry Potter magic wand last year, and they got out from underneath that, and it was fantastic. And they did a great job. Hats off to their front office for that. But how are they going to be able? To get out from under this a second time and still maintain, here we go, a franchise quarterback instead of having a tight end playing quarterback. Well, not only that, that, not only that, they don't have a quarterback on the roster. No. Like you said, Alvin Kamara is facing some serious charges. I didn't even get into that. So, He's I mean, so Michael Thomas don't want to play for them. Michael right Thomas now. doesn't want to play for you. So, you, you, your offense is literally, you're starting from scratch. Yes, sir. And that's why hiring Allen was a good hire because. And he, if, if because Eric the enemy had gotten hired, I'd have been pissed. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like when, and they know they're in trouble, right? And if you look at the Saints history, they're all about um, like damage control and, like, and culture, right? So bringing in someone already in house, knowing they're facing some cap issues, some personal issues. You want to keep the team together, keep the locker room culture together. So that, I, I think that's exactly what that what that hire was about. Now I'm not saying he's not a good coach; he's a good coach, great coach on the defensive side. But that was to kind of keep whatever they have going still to keep it still kind of close. Some sense of stability. Now, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Now watch this. This is just a a small sample, a small sample of the guys who are free agents for the Saints going into this offseason. Teron Armstead, their left, their starting left tackle. 
is a free agent. Do you know how much money a left tackle commands? Yep. Okay. Uh, Marcus Williams, safety. Jameis Winston, that quarterback, who actually was playing well before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. They might bring him back but just because they money? need they need something secured. But even a mid-tier quarterback is going to command $25, 35000000 million. Just mid-tier. Or just, just above average. So, uh, P.J. Williams, Ty Montgomery, Dwayne Washington, Quan Alexander, Jordan Mills. Uh, these guys aren't that big, but Kenny Stills. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Simeon, who is, is dumpster juice. But Traquan Smith, <laughs> good, good wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? He is. He is. You, you have guys. He's I'm just brother. going down the list right here. But there, but there are guys that, you know, uh, yeah, he stays hurt, but he's a damn good tackle, Titus. You can't, you can't not acknowledge that. And it is very, very, very difficult to find a good left tackle. Yeah, okay, he's injured sometimes, but damn it, I'd rather have him at 85% than some of these other jokers that's at 100. For sure. <laughs> that's true. Okay, that's so, true. so you, you got not only do you have, you know, this, this big cap issue, you have these guys that you need to get back in order to be successful because right now the, the, the NFC South is up for grabs. With Brady retiring, Carolina don't know what they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, 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 we got Brady. You, I mean, excuse me. You got the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got the Saints. You got the Carolina Panthers. And you got uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, man, Atlanta right. Falcons. That's a favorite quarterback. I ain't thinking about Atlanta. Tristan, that's a quarterback. Atlanta's in complete rebuild mode. Right. So, don't the division might be in rebuild mode. Yeah. <laughs> That division is up for grabs. Now, should their front office be able to go Sim Salabim and whatever like that? Um, then possibly. But they gotta work, they gotta work through some issues uh with that cap. So they can get first, they gotta get some some very, 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 very um uh, uh important free agents back. That's the first thing. You gotta get some very important guys back. Yeah. Then you gotta try to see. You basically got to work with what you got. You can't go out and go shopping. So it's it's crazy. Like your light bill do, your water bill do, your gas bill do, your car note do, the rents do, and your bank account is in red. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dennis Allen's a great. He's gonna be a great coach, but damn, what, what is he gonna work with? And only time will tell. Not much. Not yeah, much. You're not gonna have a lot to work with, because. To get under the cap, they're gonna. Here's the next thing: they gotta let go of some guys, trade some guys, to get these get this cap number down. Yeah, they will. They're gonna have to let go of some guys that are not. I ain't talking about free agents. I'm talking about guys that are currently. Yeah. Oh yeah. Contract. They have to. They have to. Sean His yeah. cap hit right now is twenty seven four. Yeah. Michael Thomas cap hit. Is twenty four seven. He should have been gone, man. He should have been gone. Jordan, should be in Baltimore somewhere. Cameron Jordan, they best pass rusher, twenty three one. So you're looking at guys that you're gonna have to say you say goodbye to, just to get under the cap. So you're robbing Peter to pay Paul because you're trying to get under the cap so you can resign your free agents, but then you lose an important guys. So I, my man, my hats off to Dennis Allen. My my heart's with him because I don't know how he's gonna be able. 
uh, pull pull a team together with with the money issues that that franchise had. Yeah, they're they're about to be rebuilding for for a couple of years. And it's I mean it happens, you know it, it happens when you do stuff like that, especially for, for them to have the team that they had for that long period of time. You know they drafted well. They they did the they did the right things, and all teams run into this situation. Where you're gonna have to give up some key people? Nah, bro. But they paid they paid Breeze fifty bill that one year. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they gave Michael Thomas. But my, Michael Thomas, man. Michael Thomas is the one that I feel should have never gotten that big contract. I didn't see what people saw with him. Just to let y'all know, they still paid. There's an eleven point five million dollar cap hit on Drew Breeze, who has not played today. Exactly. When they get Michael Thomas at well, first of all, the Drew Brees one was crazy. He still would have played there, but that Michael Thomas contract, I was he should have never gotten that contract. I didn't, I didn't understand that. He got paid that. like he was the best receiver in the in league. football. Yeah, I was I'm like, like, but everybody, everybody was talking about that season he had. They were like, well, look how many catches he had. Look at it. I'm like, do y'all forget Marcus Colston? Y'all forget what Drew Brees did for him? Fifteen targets a game. We did for uh. Look what he did with Ted Ginn. He basically saved Ted Ginn's career. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Michael Thomas is a product. I'm not saying he's a scrub, but he ain't best receiver in football. Look what he did for for Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy uh, Graham ain't been the same since he left. Exactly. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't understand that when he got that big contract at all. So, so moving on from them, because let's see who else got hired. Uh, so we covered the Dolphins, we covered the Texans, we covered the Saints. Uh, Minnesota? Giants. Oh, Giants. Slam dunk. Yeah. Despite all the stuff surrounding them, slam dunk higher. Slam dunk. They ball. Slam dunk. Slam dunk on GM, slam dunk on coach. Despite all the controversy that's coming towards them. I got slam confused. Dayball is in New York or Denver. In New York, he's in New York. Okay, I got mixed up. Okay, he was the bill. Was he the Bills? Yeah. Okay, so he was the Bills OC, and right. he's the one that was credited for Josh Allen's development. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Now, it's a slam dunk hire to me. Slam well, dunk. The weapons are completely different. I'm more so thinking about Daniel Jones. This. This. This coach will let you know who Daniel Jones is. No, I'm not saying I think, he's going to be good. I think we know who he is. He's been in the league too long. He ain't, no, he I, under, long. I understand what you're saying, Steve. The problem is you cannot ask a quarterback to go through so many coaching changes and so many different philosophies and be successful. This will, this will let you know because they saw what he did with Josh Allen when everyone thought Josh Allen was going to be a project coming in. This is going to tell you who Daniel Jones is. It's either he's average, which we think he is, which we believe he is, or he's a little above average because I'm never going to put him as elite. But he might be a little above average. So this is this is this is going to let us know. I I do think the weapons. I do think Dabble is going to be in a tough situation as far as weapons wise because I don't know what they're going to do. With, I mean, Evan Ingram is probably going to walk. Defense. And, and defense. And defense. The Bills' good defense. Gives Allen the opportunity to score. Or Giants defense. Giants Giants defense wasn't terrible. It wasn't Bills, but it wasn't terrible. My main concern is the offense. You still got to get an offensive line. I don't know what you're going to do with Evan Ingram, so he may walk. I don't believe they're going to give Saquon Barkley an extension. So that's that's going to be considered a bust 
for the Giants as far as Saquon Barkley they're, they're, drafting they're, they're, him that high. Over, and they ruined him. Cap right now. How much? 10 mil. And they ruined him because this dude was carrying the workload, man. Got injured. He's a running back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and so, unfortunately, man, he's not, he's not gonna get that big payday that everyone knew he was gonna get. Yeah, this ain't the this ain't the uh, this ain't the best man holiday. You know, this ain't this ain't uh, Morris Chestnut <laughs> pretending to be the running back for the Giants and and was a Hall of Fame running back. Yeah. You know, this this ain't it. This ain't it. I think that's what they thought. I think that's what yeah. they thought. They thought they were getting Morris Chestnut um, playing well, running back. You stupid. No, but he was a beast. They just overworked him, man. Like, I think it's the best. I think getting him or Flores would have been great. They just still need, and the thing with Flores is he's known to make things work. He doesn't have the, all the weapons. Well, all the weapons. We don't know that about Dabo. Exactly. We don't know that about, but we know that about Brian Flores. He can work with little pieces. You're right. You're right. Well, look they're, at what, their yeah. two biggest. Well, I'm looking at their. Uh, I'm looking at their 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 free agent list right now. Everett Ingram, Jabril Peppers, Will Hernandez, those are like their, they're probably their two biggest, um, uh, three, excuse me, three biggest uh, free agents that, that's a priority to get re-signed because those are good players. You They'll probably eat. re-sign Jabril. They'll probably yeah, re-sign him. Go. But Everett Ingram probably going to go. Got to go. You don't bring, I mean, he's. He wasn't productive he, enough. But but I think he's also he was just a product of a bad. He's team. About to say he's a I agree, but, but 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 you can't you you don't pay him if you're the Giants. What he, what he can command possibly on the open in the market. free agent market. If, if freaking uh, Dalton Schultz, we can't. If Dallas can't afford Dalton Schultz, New York, you really can't afford everything. Because <laughs> right. as inept as that team looked, you saw Evan Ingram flash. You saw him flash, and you're like, wait a minute. Is it? He's not a bad player. It's just the team he's on. Honestly, a lot of them aren't. Like Sterling Shepard, they're not bad players. It's yeah. just a bad. It was just bad, badly run. Darius Slate, they have a good receiving core, man. I mean, it's they, a they good. It could be a good team. Yeah, Giants yeah. really could be a good team. Yeah. It just they just wasted so much time with bad coaching, and and, and bad quarterback play because and bad quarterback play. Got dropping Danny Dimes, but he giving you nine cent change. That's a problem, right? <laughs> I mean, for all, for all for all it's worth, they should have just kept Geno Smith. Oh God, right? Yeah, for all it's worth. But, so Broncos, new coach Daniel Hackett. Hackett, um, He's former Packers, exciting, exciting. Uh, very Packers, pack, uh, Green Bay Packers OC. I told you why they why they did that. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I actually predicted Aaron Rodgers this, this past offseason when he said he didn't want to play for them. I predicted him actually going to Denver because of his personal family situation. Um, I, I honestly believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be back in Green Bay. I can I see do that. Too. I, can see I that. think Green Bay is going to ask for a King's ransom for him. And nobody's going to be – they're going to be a head too steep for my but won't he, but won't he be – isn't he – he's a free agent, though. No, because he no, he's not. He's not. No, he has one year left on his contract. Oh, okay, okay. I think they'll find a way to redo his deal. So he could retire a Packer. I don't think he's going nowhere. He's the best chance at winning. Be, I'm not saying that Jordan Love can't play at all, but I am. It's Aaron Rodgers, man. I'm saying Jordan Love can't play. Really? Yeah. I am too. Okay, so you're saying when Aaron Rodgers retires, Jordan Love, he's he's you're not sold on him being what I'm not, saying. Not at all. Hey, Steve, I'm number three. 
I am saying this. When Aaron Rodgers departs from Green Bay, whether it be via trade, which I don't believe, or whether he retires, that there will be another power shift in the division, and that will be the NFC North. Packers been sure. on it for the longest. There's going to be a huge power vacuum. I, I, I agree. I agree. Jordan Love is not what's up. He is not what when, when I'm watching that Kansas City game, there's just certain things you look and you're like, yeah. okay, and and it's it's not there, man. It's not there. Gotcha. When we saw Patrick Mahomes come in there one time the game, when, when Alex Smith was still there in Kansas City, we saw Patrick Mahomes play against Denver. We said, oh, that might be something. When Aaron Rodgers came in to fill in for Brett Favre, we were like, oh, that might be something. Like, you saw a flash you here saw and there. Trey Lance come in for Jimmy Garoppolo. You were like, oh. There's always a flash somewhere that makes you say, okay, let's see what it looks like. I didn't see it at all from Jordan Love. I agree. I didn't either. I just want to get you guys' opinions. Yeah, especially him being a first-round pick. But if let's say that this trade happens, okay, and they're able to get – because let's be honest, Denver wasn't that bad of a team either. They just were like good quarterback play. Their offense is – Excellent if they get a good quarterback. They have some pieces in place that they can really make some noise with. They ripped Dallas apart. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. That's right. They ran the ball a lot. They can win. I mean, but they can, they can – when they, when they scheme correctly, man, they they have the personnel to win some games, man. You give them you adequate get, quarterback play? Yeah. They have a really solid running game. They have a solid defense. They get good quarterback play. Just quality. Good receivers. It doesn't have to be bowl level quarterback play. Just quality quarterback play. They can really make no offense to tight end. He's he's underrated. He's underrated. Uh, you Absolutely. know, Cortland Sutton, uh, 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 Judy, uh, Jared Judy, and then you forget about Tim Patrick. How well? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, uh, so you get a quality quarterback to go with that. Oh my god! And we can see we can see a, a dog fight in the AFC uh, West. I mean, just yep. straight up throwing bl- blows. And that's a tough division anyway. Yeah, it's that, tough. that division is about to become the best in football if they get quality quarterback playing Denver. Yeah, right. You already got you already yeah. got the Chargers who are on their way. You already got the Chiefs who are established. The Raiders ain't too bad. Not, not, that, uh, not that not that Josh McDaniels. We're going to segue into that with Josh McDaniels going to the Raiders and out of the John Gruden shadow. Yeah, and, and, and hey man, you you looking at a dog fight in the AFC West here? If, they, if Denver can follow suit and get a quality quarterback, you watching a four way what they call them? We call them battle royals back in uh back in wrestling. Yeah, you know it's a Royal Rumble going on mm-hmm. in there, man. Mm-hmm. Last man out of the ring. Yeah, Rogers bringing Adams with him. Well, let's see, can they bring Adams with him? Let's look at this. Uh, Devontae going, he demands a lot of money. Well, he didn't get franchise tag. They already said that. Devontae's going to demand a lot of money. Yes. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Broncos. Denver Broncos have $38 million under. So they they can get one or the other. They ain't going to get both. They're not going to get both. And they don't need to get both. Look, man, you got a receiving receiving core. core. Right. You got an outstanding receiving core. You don't have to overspend you know, it's like you got three good tires and one of them flat. You go get a new tire. You ain't got to go get but a new tire. So I, I feel like get where you go. I feel like they can exactly. spend that money, man, defensively because that whole division is super offense heavy, man. Yep. I mean, all, all four teams 
Throw that ball well, run that ball well, man. And only one and only one of them has a legit shutdown corner. Exactly. So you can spread that money to man to get some really quality defensive players in there. Man. I can tell you right now, the Chiefs gonna spend money on defense this year. You know they are money oh, draft because that's what kept them out the, uh, the, uh, getting to the Super Bowl. Yep. Exactly. So exactly. they gonna spend money on their defense. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, 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 Josh McDaniels. Oh, uh, not Oakland. Excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. Thoughts? It's a. It's a. It's a good hire because you get someone that can possibly elevate Derek Carr more. That's about it, though. I mean, I, I don't think he's a leader of men. You know, and that's what so, you look for for a head coach. He's supposed to have a game plan for um, Derek Carr. Um, that's why they brought him in. I feel like he'll be, he'll be great for that. Yeah, and that's true, but – be honest willing, with you. We're gonna yeah. see, man. I wanted to give him a shot because when he was first, yeah. when he was first a head coach, he was really young and really stupid. How many of us have done stuff where that was really stupid when we were younger? Yeah. That now that we're older, we're more seasoned. We're like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, but so I just want to give him a shot because he's older. He may have matured more, you know, as a head coach. So, but I'm gonna give you this. He made Tim Tebow look good. He made Tim Tebow look good. Come on, bro. You got to give him a benefit of the doubt because he made Tim. Hey, Tim Tebow. Hey, listen, Tim Tebow is winning games, man. That, but by that any means, Josh McDaniels, man. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you and we know that Derek Carr is vastly more talented than Tim Tebow, so I'm willing to give him a shot and say, okay, well, let's see what they do. You know. Yeah, I I think oh, yeah. uh, unless Derek Carr comes to Washington, because then we ain't got to worry about it. I seriously doubt that they're going to trade Derek Carr. <laughs> now, I already told you. Derek Carr's not on the trade back. I trade already box. told you, Tristan. We'll give you Jimmy for a second. I don't want and Jimmy. I, I don't want him. I don't and want Jimmy. Hamster. You should. You should. Uh, it's got to be black. No. It can't be the Chiefs stuff. Jimmy G yeah. is, is another Kirk Cousins. I don't want another Kirk Cousins. I don't. <laughs> Just, I'm over it now. I'm over that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, 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 okay. Baloney and and ham and ham. <laughs> well, I would say Jimmy G. Was, I would say Jimmy G. will work in Washington if you had a strong offensive coordinator to develop my my theory on Kirk Cousins is just like Jimmy G. You need an OC or a play caller, and it's the head coach like Shanahan and San Fran to tell him what to do, and he has to listen to him and do it. Like those Kirk guys Cousins, need instruction. Kirk Cousins broke franchise records here. He just can't win. He just when it, when you need him to win the game, he can't do it. He'll put up the numbers, but won't. Yes, know. it's empty calories. Listen, listen. When I went to the game in Minnesota, the Vikings fan they were like, "Watch this." They they called out. I'm not lying. They called out every single play for like two drives. They're like, "This is what Kirk Cousins is going to do," and they were 100 correct, man. <laughs> I, I don't care, you know. I know I'm going off script here, but I don't care. Somebody please take Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I mean, somebody going to take him. One of the rumors was that he might go to um, – that Pittsburgh might be interested in Jimmy G. J- Pittsburgh better give us a first because they drafted real, real low. That listen, man, listen. There are a lot of teams that could surely use Jimmy G and what they already have in place going into next season. And we was already talking about it. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We, didn't, we, don't, we don't want Derek Carr. We already got our quarterback, Titus. We already got a quarterback. Yeah, we got – 
we got a guy we just spent three first rounders on. We not yeah, y'all on. did. So, no, y'all man. did an RG three. <laughs> he got. He has to work out. So work. Me talking about y'all need to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Y'all need to trade. Y'all need to talk Tom Brady out of retirement. I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> How would we do something that damn stupid? You spent three first rounders on a guy, and you want to bring in somebody who's two steps from a wheelchair. This boy, 20 years old. He's 20 years old. I mean, if he's good, then we're going to win and keep winning. You bring in Aaron Rodgers, what, we going to win for one year? Now we done? Oh, by the way, once he's done, we can't draft nobody because we didn't gave up a King's Ransom to get him. That's true. That's true. That's dumb as hell. That's true. That's Stop true. talking to me about trading for quarterbacks. We just drafted <laughs> I just went off script. We ain't supposed to be talking about this. We're supposed to be talking about these coaches. Don't come at me talking about no damn, uh, y'all need to trade. Man, kiss my, ooh. Don't talk to me about trade for no quarterback. Now let's get back. Let's talk about this Super Bowl because we're running out of time. Hey, um, Eric. Yeah. I got a question for you, man. Why don't you trade for Russell Wilson, man? Man, you better make him cuss. Brandon. All right. No, hey. Um, Brandon's just like trolling. Brandon's like, I'm gonna just troll today. I'm gonna just troll tonight. <laughs> um, before the Super Bowl, I want to bring up uh, thoughts on the Pro Bowl, which is the last, I guess, NFL game. I look, look, Steve, Steve, family backyard games that are more intense. Get rid of the Pro Bowl, it's trash. No, hey, Eric, what do you say? It's dumpster juice. That's what the Pro Bowl is. The but Pro here's... Bowl is a just ain't nothing but a bunch of people brother in law. Hey man, I ain't gonna hit you hard. Dog. But listen, hey, do you blame? I saw the, I saw the Kyle Uzcheck touchdown. They threw a pass to Kyle Uzcheck. He caught it at the five yard line. There were six defenders between him and the goal oh. line, and he walked right through. No, no, no. Did, did you see he your boy Mac? Right no, did you? No, did you see your boy Mac Jones's touch running rushing touchdown? Man, no, look like Tim Tebow out there, boy. Oh. Eric, Eric, you got it. Look you like Tim Tebow. <laughs> Literally. Said, click. No, hold on. Matt Jones looked like the second coming of, of Steve <laughs> Young. No, let me, Eric, Eric, let, me, let me paint the picture. Let me, hit, let me paint the picture, Eric. It was a pass play. And we know no one's hitting quarterbacks. It was pass play. I think he rolled to the left first. He rolled to the left. I think someone he, touched him. The refs, you know, people think that the refs going to calm down because he got grabbed or something. This dude kept running. People were walking off the field as he was running 50 yards to the touchdown. Looking like Steve Young, baby. You Listen, players had their helmets off. Walking to the sideline while he was running full speed. And my man hit the gritty after. AC Championship and had the ugliest gritty I've ever seen. Hit the gritty. Not from the run, but from doing the gritty with it. think he has so much flavor from going so, so here's so here's so here's my take with the Pro Bowl, real fast. Um, what do you expect from these guys, man? Do you see the contracts that they get? Right. I'm not breaking my body up for no Pro Bowl game. I, I just want to make decision. Sean Taylor, man, listen, yeah. Sean Taylor, would, I just remember that's what, man, back then. They were, they I understand. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Some of, some of those guys, they only know how to play one way. That was Michael Parsons on Sunday. He, he almost destroyed one of them cats. He, he only knows how to play one way. I get it. But listen to me. If I'm making all this money, you're not about to make me bring my body out on no. After I just played a 17 
game season? You want me to hurt my body some more as I need to heal to get ready for the next season? That's why you need to get rid of it. Don't play. Just make it make it flag football. Why can't they make it flag football? Not Why can't it be flag football? Just just give them a banquet and say congratulations and keep it moving. Or just put put more games like y'all had the skill. I I actually I didn't watch the game, but I enjoyed the skills challenges. Okay, yeah, the skill stuff is fine, but I'm give saying, her the give her the game, give them a banquet, keep the skills challenge, keep it moving. Keep it. I want to see the best against the best. Just pay them more. Give them a big incentive. Man, well, you know they're not gonna do that, Steve. This, this is my point. This, this ain't the NBA. This is the point I want to make. Even they, you can play like a pickup game. But this is the thing, man. These guys play the seventeen game season. Most of the guys who make the Pro Bowl are on teams that were either close to the playoffs. That were trash. So they no no no. They were playing on they were playing on good teams. So that means they were oh so they played longer. Yeah yeah yeah. They played longer and they was balling really hard. Yeah. So like. You you finna ask Debo Samuel to go hard after he, he just had back surgery. Deep, Debo just, his he head almost got decapitated. You don't got to dress. You don't got to listen. Making a Pro Bowl makes you a Pro Bowl player. You don't got to. So play. then, who's gonna play? Because then you're saying that none of them should all, play. All the art, alternates, man. I love seeing Diggs against Diggs when Trayvon played receiver and Stephon played quarterback. That was, that was, here's what they should do. They like, should do. Get of the Pro Bowl. They should do what people said. What people said that they should do. You take the two worst teams, make them play that exhibition, and whoever wins gets the number one pick. Two worst teams in the NFL, make them play one game, get the number no. one pick in the draft. Boom. No, no. What you mean, no? You think they're not going to play hard for that number one pick? No. You think they're not no. going to go hard for that number one pick? No, no. just get, get, get rid of a period. No. Why do you don't need to get rid of a period? The skill, I, I, I feel I'm not like. Saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about the skill, the skill, the skills challenge. I'm saying the game itself. Get rid of it and call it a day. Keep it. But why? Game. You could get the two worst teams no. in the league no. to play no. for the yeah. number one pick. No. Yes. No. Okay. Fine. Then. Fine. Yeah, if you want to do something me. like that, if you want to do something like that, then give me two, give me your two best arena football league teams and put them out there. Then. No. No. Listen, no. 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 The what you're doing is you get an octagon and you had the two GMs from the worst team. And <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I want to see somebody whoop Trent Balky take. Yeah, I knew or GMs getting the octagon and you let them fight. And or taps out or gets knocked no, out. They no, you know what? You know what? Or, you know what? Or, I want I want to see Dan Snyder versus Jerry Jones. But no, this, but this is what, this is what or, I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Sorry, the Pro Bowl. This is that's the fan aspect, the fan connection to the sport. Yes. They're not going to get rid of it, no matter how terrible it is. It's not even an option. These are it's how not. fans are involved with, like, I voted for so-and-so. Seeing them in there, I had a part of them being in this, yes. this all-star game. They're not going to get rid of it. No. I, like, I like your suggestion, Tristan, though. But, or or you could even do this. Why don't you make the All-American Under Armour game that game? Them kids can meet their favorite stars. We get, we get a look at to see what some future stars might look like going into college. Why don't you do that? Or make the Senior Bowl... For the for college, make that be the game for the Pro Bowl. The guys can sit back and watch the game. They can see who's who, who's what, whatever. And, I mean, something like that. But I, for me, I, I don't know. I understand why the old heads, why the OGs got upset because they they weren't making the money that these guys are making now. So for them, it was a huge honor to be a, labeled a Pro Bowler and playing in the Pro Bowl game. So I, I get that part, but. I'm not going to be upset because they didn't 
play full speed or didn't hit each other. They're not trying to kill each other. They're trying to go out there and, and, and you know, they got contracts. Some of them are going to be free agents. They're not about to put them put their bodies on yeah. the line like that. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I agree. Yeah. Can you imagine if Tyron Matthew got hurt? Tyron Matthew ain't re-signed with the Chiefs yet. What if he got hurt in that game? Come on. I, I completely agree with you, and I also agree that we spent, spent way too much time talking about the Pro Bowl. We did. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> that, that, it's not even worth it. I didn't even think we were going to last that long about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh, so, so Super Bowl, uh, this Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, I did some research and I crunched some numbers. And, you know, you got people that's talking about the Rams finna walk all over the Bengals. I don't know why. Bengals are finna walk all over the Rams. But check this out. I'm about to drop some stats on y'all that's going to really make you say, whoa, these teams are not very far apart. So I'm starting with pass defense, okay? The Bengals are 26th in pass defense. The Rams are 22nd mm-hmm. in pass defense. But watch this. The difference in the amount of yards that they allow through the air is almost negligible. 113 yards is the difference. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay, run defense. The Bengals are fifth against the run. The Rams are sixth against the run. You want to hear the, the, the differential in yards? Mm-hmm. 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pass offense. The Bengals are seventh. The Rams are fifth. Okay. The differential in yards. You ready? Mm. 87. Wow. Yeah. Total, total yards or per game? Total, total, total yards. Wow. That's wow. Great. That's, that's great right there. Yeah. Through the air. Uh, rushing offense. The Rams, they don't run the ball well. 25th. The Bengals. Even though Joe Mixon had a pretty decent season, they're 23rd. Okay? The differential in total yards on the ground for both these teams for the 17-game season is 54 yards. Wow. Whoa. Turnover differential. It's like two yards a The Rams are right. plus four, even though Stafford be trying to give rap game. The Rams are plus four, and the Bengals are plus three. That's it. We're talking about the, uh, the 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 turnovers. Rams turned it over 21 times. The Bengals turned it over 16 times. Mm. They took it 25 times. The Rams did. The Bengals took it 19 times. That they're this close. Wow. The I mean, they're these teams are not that far apart. So when somebody come in my face talking about who finna do what, I'll be like, man, you need to do some research and get out of my face. So. What are what are you guys' picks, man? I, I'll I'll start. I think I think as far as um, passing and decision making, I think Stafford makes more mistakes than Burrow. Absolutely. He does. Yeah. And if it comes down to that, then the Rams are going to lose because Burrow's just a, a cleaner passer. Um, All they got to do is have a safety to go ahead and catch that fourth quarter interception. That <laughs> you say keep it close until the quarter rounds. <laughs> it's going to be over. So Titus is saying that the Super Bowl is going to be so average. I don't think so. What does average mean? What does that mean? What does he mean by that? Are you talking about the score or the game? Because I think the game is going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be interesting. Listen, man, you're talking about, you're talking about a young 
Bengals team that wants to say, listen, we are the future for a while. They're going to be playing hard, man. This ain't just this. And, but then the Rams, you know, all the pressure with the, the draft picks and the trades during the season and all, all that. The they're say, Yo, this is, this is going to pay off for us. They all the pressure is on Sean McVay. It's going to be a slugfest. Yeah. It is. It is. All, all the pressure is on Sean McVay, the Rams franchise, because the way they went about it and, and did it, the pressure's on them. The Bengals don't win. Like we said several weeks ago, gentlemen, the Bengals are ahead of schedule. They House money. Oh, absolutely. House money. Like, we knew they were going to be a good team, but we like, okay, about a year or two from now, that's when they really go act a fool. They they didn't wound the clock up, and they moved ahead of schedule. So Big if the time. Bengals lose this Super Bowl, they not scoring that high. It's possible. No, uh, but if the Bengals, Pro Bowl if the Bengals lose this Super Bowl, it ain't, it's going to be like, eh. Right. Right, they were but early. if the Rams lose this Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god! Yo, the Rams got to win now. Yes, yeah. they got to. I said it earlier. Hey man, and the sky is falling if the Rams lose the Super Bowl. Listen, the I said have fallen in LA. I said it earlier uh, in the season on this podcast. I said, listen, Sean McVay has to win. He can not he has to win. Be in a better position. He has all the players he wants. He's in the Super Bowl. He. I don't think things will get better for him from here. He has to win now. They have pressure. So pressure busts a pipe, though. It's true. Also makes diamonds. Mm-hmm. So what do you we think? don't think. What do you think, Brandon? Bengals by two. By two. 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 That is strange. I got Bengals by a field goal. Let me go to Vegas, Brandon. That's that's. You, you if they say Bengals by two, we going hey hey Brandon, we going to Maryland Live. If you, <laughs> I tell you right now, I need some money. <laughs> that's, that's, that's specific right there. <laughs> okay. But uh, I got Bengals by three. I I just for it's just something. I don't know. It's just something. I just it's just a feeling. I felt the same way when they played against the Chiefs. I was like, ah, for some reason, I feel like the Bengals could beat the Chiefs. I just, so it's the same feeling. If there's any validity to the 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 how the NFL can be rigged sometimes, mm-hmm. I gotta go with the Rams because they want capitalism to win. Uh, it, the it, NFL wants capitalism to win. It would make sense for the Rams to be the ones to win. Yes. If you look at it, if you look at the Bengals, they are a homegrown team that was built through the draft. Yes. The with Rams a mom are, with a mom and pop ownership. Right. The yes. Rams are a store bought. We went to 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 Bloomingdale's and Neiman Marcus. Super LA and, move right there. Yeah, and Michael Kors and Gucci and all that. We went and bought <laughs> a team. I agree with you. So that's why that's the only reason why I think the Rams are going to win this game because it was it was predetermined that the Rams were supposed to go to Super Bowl. Yeah, there's some, so some home cooking. Keep keep your eyes open for the Hooper Juke. All right. It's gonna be interesting. So that's my that's my thoughts on it. I want the Bengals to win. I would love to see them finally get a Super Bowl yeah. in their franchise history. Yeah. Um, I, I apologize, Bengals fans, for causing you to lose a Super Bowl twice to the same team in record fashion. Yeah, because it was the Niners. But um, <laughs> I hope you win this time. I'm rooting for y'all. This time. <laughs> but yeah. 
I just I just got a I got a, I got a I got a, a really uneasy feeling about this because I don't really think the Rams are that good of a team. Honestly, I don't. They don't look like an NFC champion team. Well, the yeah. 49ers had every reason to beat them if it wasn't for um, some questionable moments. So mm-hmm. some of them were, were ours, and some of them were like, like I'm still tripping on that 15 yard uh, sportsman like penalty on Aziz Al Shahir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, but there's that hoopa juke. So, but we still have opportunities to win that game. That's why I'm not complaining about stuff. So we had an opportunity to put – Kwasi Tart catches that interception. We have a different conversation. We talk about how the Niners and Bengals are playing in Super Bowl for the third freaking time. Right, right, you know? right. So, you know, but I, I just feel like it was predestined. They was like, nope, the Rams did all of this. We got to get them in there. We got we to gotta have that capitalism it's, win. It's entertainment, man. I can see that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So – yeah, but that's my thoughts on that, and um, we gonna see, and then we come back Tuesday, the Tuesday afterwards, and we gonna talk. We're gonna about talk about it. it. In that game, and next week's show is gonna be an all Super Bowl show. All Super Bowl. Let somebody do something oh, crazy. For sure, for sure. Unless, Unless something, something crazy, crazy happens. happens. Yeah, you so, know, because Alvin Kamara is the only person that hit somebody at the Pro Bowl, but um, something like that has to happen. But you know. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl next week. Tune in next week so we can we can talk about what went wrong, what went right, mm-hmm. everything like that. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, go ahead, Brandon. Um, I was also gonna say this Thursday, um, they're gonna have the award ceremony and the Hall of Fame announcement too. Ooh, That's right. okay. That's right. Okay. Okay. I guess we can touch on that next week. Yep, we'll touch on that a little bit, but it's it's gonna be Super Bowl dominated. Oh yeah, of course, of sure. course, of course. And and, and we are less than forty days. To NFL free agency. Yes, I'm ready. But we have a lot of stuff still um, to happen in between now and then, so get ready. Also, you all, you guys already know that we're going to be dealing with uh, college football, talking about the combine, um, talking about the draft order predictions. So we're let's, listen. I'm already looking at film, dog. I'm already on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it too. So I mean, listen. I told we told y'all football all year round. We don't. It doesn't stop just because the NFL season will be over. Stop. It's we're all year round. On, can't stop, won't stop. We're also gonna focus on having our guests on during the off season. Yep, yep. We'll definitely have some guests for the off season for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So is that everything for everybody? I think I'm we're all good. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Here we go. Super Bowl this Sunday. Um. I'm definitely going to be tuned in. I know you guys are going to be tuned in. It's going to be, it's going to be one to remember. Uh, 50... 56? LVI? Man, don't get me lying on these Roman numbers. Roman numbers. Yeah, yeah. I can't even just use the, the regular alpha number, you know. They like, they like the graphic. They like how it looks. Yep, 56. Okay. Super Bowl 56. So, here we go. We ready. Bengals versus the Rams. Okay, Joe Burr versus Matthew Stafford. Let's see. How, let's see what this looks like this Sunday. So we'll <laughs> see y'all this time again next Tuesday. You already know. Y'all already know how this goes. Follow us on Just a Fan Podcast on our Instagram page. Follow us on Just a Fan Podcast on our YouTube. All Subscribe, that. like, comment, share, do all of that for our YouTube channel. Also, you can catch us on any on any podcast engine that you listen to. Just type in Just a Fan Podcast. And yeah, again, we're going to catch y'all, catch y'all next week. Uh, these episodes will be up tomorrow. Um, so catch us next week and we'll talk about the Super Bowl. So 
If that's all, I will bid you all adieu. Peace. Peace.